This is Harry Hawk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the debacle of the game between the Washington Redskins and the Minnesota Vikings, and RG3's return, how we think he did, how we think the rest of the team did, especially Jim Haslam. This is much more live with Aaron and John. Yo, 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 what's up? John? Yo, 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 what's up? Aaron? Excellent! Welcome, everybody. Harry Hog Football, uh, number 376, in which Josh is MIA in Washington, D.C. somewhere. And we apologize for coming uh, at you real or all late with episode 376, 300 John Jansen. Yeah, we had to keep, like, rescheduling uh, and stuff. Yeah, Due yeah. to conflicts of interest. Right. Most recently because of Josh. And guess who's not here? <laughs> <laughs> but he should be joining in at any moment. But he'll probably call up and be like, oh, dudes, oh, we're we're broadcasting this? I forgot we did oh, that. We're go- dude, pause it. Dude, dude, pause it. Seriously. Anyway, so Josh might pop in here at some point. But since he's staying in some hotel in D.C., he probably won't have, like, his setup or whatever. You know? Right. Basically, it'll be like regular Josh. Yeah, that we usually kind of like uh, if we usually cut be, out before we yeah. start, you know. And actually. if you guys are going to be at the uh, the game this weekend against the Sucks, we will be Aaron there. And I will be there, and Josh, Josh supposedly allegedly is going to be there, but you never know with him. And we're going to be ta- tailgating with the Hail BBQ guys before the game, right by the G twenty sign. Yes, sir. Over in the parking lot. So if you want to tailgate with us, uh, go ahead and find us if you can. If you know what we look like. We'll be there. And we'll, um We'll be the dudes with like facial hair and glasses. And the guys with red sauce jerseys. <laughs> we'll have some red <laughs> anyway, if you want to tailgate with those guys, they're pretty cool. All you gotta do is give a to- donation and of like ten or twenty bucks and they've got a huge spread they put on a, a good tailgate. But make sure you go to hailbbq.com. I think the cutoff is Thursday night. It might be, yeah. They they need to know how much food they got to buy in advance. So you got to RSVP. Anyway, those yeah. guys are really cool, and they can't stand Dallas. Yeah. And Although, if you do go, the one dude's brother is there with a the Dallas jersey on, and and you know he's he's kind of grandfathered in. So you know, don't, so don't give mess the guy a hard time. Don't don't mess with the one guy with the Dallas jersey that's hanging out. Or you'll get kicked out, probably. No, they'll just yeah, be for, like, leave the load, dude. They'll be like, dude, dude, you got to let him. You got He's the one. You got to let him go. I still don't understand it, but whatever. Anyway. It's his brother. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to the Bucks game and quite possibly, well, <sighs> there's more of a chance of a victory than normal, maybe. Yeah, well, we did beat the ever-living uh, uh, sucks out of them In during Greece. preseason. Yeah, but we also destroyed... The Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And the Browns. The Browns. Is he brown? Anyway, yeah, Will. So uh, Will usually tailgates with us, dude. So get in touch with us, dude, if you want to tailgate like usual. Dude, and, and Will or anyone else that wants to go to the game, you probably can find cheap tickets because it's a game against two sucky teams. Yeah. Although I got to say, dudes, even though we lost, 
in a ridiculous way to the Vikings, i.e. absolutely no pass rush. And, well, that was pretty much it. A slightly rusty RG3 and an awful, awful no blitzing pass rush whatsoever. I, I don't even understand that, dude. I think we've got a really good chance coming off the bye week. Three looked, other than the throw, that, that pick in the end zone near the beginning and that awful last pass at the end. Basically his last pass of each half. He looked awfully good. Yeah. I thought for com- when it coming back, he was moving. He was grooving. He had the scapability. He did. Alfred Morris looked like looked like Alfred Morris. And so. he drew like a roughing the quarterback call like he used to, even this time without getting hit for real. And the Bucks last weekend were coming off of their bye, and they gave up like, what, 50 points? Well, hopefully they'll give up Their 50 quarterback cried. In his pre- in the presser afterwards, dude. Hopefully we remember in this game we will remember how to sing the song because we haven't sang it in so long. Oh yeah, it's hail the Redskins, hail barbecue, no hail victory. Anyway, yeah, we're looking forward to the game. So let us know if you're heading that direction. Yes, sir. Oh, and dudes, we would be remiss if we didn't mention our longtime benevolent sponsor on here you know on Harry Hog Football. Uh, Desmond C. Lee, uh, you can follow him. He's a huge Redskins fan. You can follow him on Twitter at Desmond C. Lee, too, because Desmond C. Lee one was hacked or taken, and we're not quite sure. Yeah, we're not sure. And if you want to follow us, we're at Harry Hogg, H-A-R-R-Y, Hogg, HarryHoggFootball.com. And you can give us a ring-a-ding-ding at 177-HARRY-HOGG and leave us a message like most people do after the game so they can vent. On our voicemail, and you can vent to your heart's content just know whatever you vent if it's really funny we may put it on the podcast yeah that's the disclaimer so don't go on if you're like a school teacher you don't go on there and be like ffd fffff because it might come back to haunt you it could come back to haunt you i guess <laughs> and how else can they reach us at email redskins fan at harryhawkfootball.com oh that's true you can email you can email josh at harryhawkfootball.com and be like dude why are you so slack and on Twitter, at Harry Hawk. <laughs> In any event, we got to talk about this Vikings debacle. Now that we're coming off the bye week, our, our little mini uh, vacation rescheduling. All right, can I ask you a question? On. The first question that comes to mind about this game. Okay. <clears throat> All right. If I'm like a seasoned defensive coordinator, <laughs> and I just went in against a um, veteran quarterback, I don't know how many years Romo has been playing, like eight or something? I don't know. A long know. time, a veteran quarterback, and I knew that my secondary was kind of shaky, so I blitzed the crap out of them on like every passing down, mm-hmm. and it worked. Why the next week, when you have the same exact personnel you had the week before, go in against a rookie quarterback who should be even more shaken in those situations? And he doesn't have any receivers. With no receivers. And you just sit back and let them pass all day. Rushing three and four the whole game. Yeah, over and over. And basically, you're not going to be cut. Dude, Jim Hazlitt, cut! Why did you not blitz? At all. What's the matter with you? Cut. 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 Cut! cut. Yeah. Seriously. It wasn't refreshing at all. Uh-uh. No, that was just ridiculous. It's, it was like... Man, it was like when it was like when RG three was hurt and and he just the old glass eye was keeping them in the game and everyone and their mom is what 
Aaron, your mom, you and Josh's mom was watching that game going, what is RG3 still in? Yeah, it was one of those that would be that simple where it's just like, why aren't they blitzing? Yeah. Period. It's like it's like anyone who watches football like out of the corner of their eye would be like, well, why aren't they sending more people after the quarterback? Durr. Oh, and dude, who was responsible in that one play where Cordell Patterson was literally 12, 12 yards wide open when he dropped the ball? We have given up more plays this year on defense it's where like a guy has been college wide open. It's like, like, you don't there's see no guys. Combin- like there's no communication between the safeties and the. Um... Especially Ryan Clark, man. Dude, dude. Wow. He is. He is not doing well. Like yeah. he has his flashes here and there, but you can tell that he is. He is a shell of the player he once was. He is not doing well at all. He is missing assignments. He is making bad angles. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's it's bad. It's 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 hard to look at. Dude, and you can't be I mean, you know what I mean by college wide open. You can't you don't see guys that are open so open that when they're on the screen and the ball is falling towards them, you don't see any other players. Unless they're playing in pro a, games. Wasn't you see it in college a lot, but you don't see it in professional football very often. Wasn't, We've done that like at least once every game, I think. Yeah, wasn't one of the Cowboys touchdowns that way? Was it mm-hmm. to it was to what's his face the tight I end? I think it's Witten. almost every single game where where we've had a guy who caught it on the other team or should have caught it in this uh, uh, instance with Patterson, where there there wasn't a single burgundy and gold uniform in the picture unless it happened to be guys on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, dude. It's like Trent Williams sitting over there. Yeah, He's yeah, college wide ball. open. It's it's. There's no excuse for it over and over, except for that we have a very young secondary that's got an old, used-to-be-good Ryan Clark. No offense, dude. I mean, respect, but damn. Now, on damn, the flip dude. side, now on the flip side, we may have actually got something with Brashad Breland. My dog. We may have gotten a bargain on him in what round was it, third or fourth, even though he, fourth. they said he would have been a first if he came out this year. They said and, he would have been a first or a second if he had stayed one more year. He's the guy who stayed, who left Clemson, where the end stands for knowledge, early because he has a young child and he wanted to, you know, get that payday. He didn't want to take a chance on one more year and getting injured and not getting that payday at all. Yeah, so, so he's looking good. And we never even really mention Amerson because he never does anything that bad to warrant us talking about him. The two of them could be one heck of a one-two at cornerback going forward. Like, we we might have two really great young cornerbacks right now. Like, not yet, but, like, this time next year, we might be in pretty good shape as far as that. We just got to get a couple safeties. Riddle right me tackle. this. Riddle me this. Maybe an inside linebacker. Is Miangelo Hall coming back to the team? Will he ever play another snap for the Redskins? Yes, because I believe he would be okay at this point of his career. And with this injury coming back, I don't think he would be too upset if he had to start as a nickel cornerback at this point. Well, at next year's point, he's not coming back this year. He might, he re-injured that Achilles, dude. He did. He re-injured it like climbing stairs or something or, or like washing his dog. What was it? Something dumb, and they had to, like, reattach it again. So they said he's going to be out even longer, yeah. 
Oh, he was like going to the door to get a pizza, I think. Isn't that what I heard? <laughs> That's how I usually get injured too, dude. Dude, every time you hear a story like that, it is complete and utter BR. It's complete BR. There is something. He was like at a club or something yo, yo, yo. and got hurt. Oh, hey, Josh. Thanks for joining us here at Hare Hog Football episode 376. Sorry I'm late. Dude, how did you just join in? Don't We didn't have to call you. I know. It just lets me join. It just says join call. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, um, we were yeah, Josh, we wanted to uh, reiterate to you that we're actually broadcasting right now. Yes, I know we are broadcasting. Live on Mixler. Worldwide. We're worldwide. People yes, can hear us worldwide. Hello, worldwide people. I'm broadcasting from the heart of our nation's capital. That is the U.S. Washington, D.C., home of the Washington Redskins. All right, Josh, we were just discussing whether D'Angelo Hall will play another down with the Redskins. And I was saying, I do believe that he would be okay coming back next year. I, I, I hope he would be okay coming back next year as a nickelback. And, of course, the backup to the first two spots. Or, you know, competing for a starting job, even. But then we we remembered that he re-injured himself, like, getting a pizza. Like, going to the door to get a pizza. Apparently, he retore it. Yeah, I so, know. That was crazy. What was that about? Did he just, like, hobble to the door and, like, injured again? Is that what happened? Well, my, my theory on whenever you hear an excuse like that, like, oh, I hurt my back moving a box, moving, you know, moving my girlfriend into my house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every time you hear that, that is absolutely not what happened. What do you think he was doing? I have well, no he, idea, but he well, he didn't injure it like going to get pizza. That's never the truth. It's never the truth. It's maybe. like guys going out like, I don't know, you know, doing yard work or doing something they weren't supposed to do while they were recovering from an injury. Dude, D'Angelo Hall is not doing yard work. <laughs> you can't see him out there with the weed eater and the, like, edge trimmer. And, like, the gardening gloves. He might have been edge trimming his curb, dude. He might have been out there with the blower, like, dude, well, we need and he some, tripped. We need maybe some, he tripped over, like, his dog's yeah, toy. He stepped in a soft spot or on a pine cone or something. <laughs> he stepped we need, in some soft serve. We need some hard-hitting investigative reporting <laughs> to, to the bottom of this. Re-injury. Yo, who is it? Mike Jones? No, no, no. Who's the guy? Reed from the Washington Post, the guy that I disagree with a lot. Um, dude, yeah, you guys are like big time over at the Washington Post. Why don't you guys do some uh, investigative reporting? Dun, dun. Yeah, like you did back in the day of Watergate. Come on. Yeah, and stuff. You can't even get to the bottom of this now. Where's Deep Throat? Where's Woodward? We need Woodward on this case. We need Deep Throat. Uh. 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 I don't know, man. We need Deep Throat. But if he did trip and and injure himself getting a pizza, what's he going to do when he puts back on the burgundy and gold? John thinks he's going to be able to play Nickelback. I think at his age and coming off of this injury – which, you know, it, it's one of those where, where people usually aren't quite as good as they were beforehand. It's It wouldn't surprise me if he was okay being like cornerback and still being a mentor to the young fellas. Yeah. And I got to say, I mean, the last year and, and, and a few games, he's actually, I think, have been the best of his career. I used to hate D'Angelo Hall. The lads. 
<laughs> the lads. Bring the lads along. I knew, dude. Well, and plus he did. He he was typical sailor diving kind of a guy for a while. I mean, he 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 was like, let's strip the ball and let's let's go for the ball instead of the tackle. I mean, let so many balls, let so many people go by because he was trying to knock the ball out of their hands. No, he was trying to intercept it. Trying to intercept, yeah. Not trying, trying to, to knock the ball out like Daryl Green style. He was trying to make the big, and big play like, and get burnt instead over and over. Whoops, empty-handed. Oh, that guy just scored a touchdown. Oh, well. Like that Except other Daryl. Cutler where he had four picks. Like that other Daryl. Did you see the rumor today that Mike Shanahan, people are looking at him to maybe replace uh, uh, Tressman up there in Chicago because what? he wanted to trade for Jay Cutler all back in the day? You mean Kyle Shanahan? No, no, Mike Shanahan. What about Mike As Shanahan? As an old glass eye. They're saying that there's rumors that people might be uh, reaching out to him from the Bears organization. Well, then because, they're, they're uh, going to be destined to suck. Well, he oh. loves him some Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler even said, like, earlier this year, he was like, I thought I was going to be a Washington Redskin. I really did. I don't know. When they were that. talking that straight-up trade between him and, Jay, and uh, Big Smooth, who ended up just being Big Slow, Jason Campbell. <laughs> I don't know, dude, but the Bears really sucked this week against the Packers. Did you guys see it's, that game? I saw when it was defense, twenty-eight to nil. And then their defense is awful, and Jay Cutler—he's so damn streaky. He—he'll have like fantastic games, and then he'll throw four picks to D'Angelo Hall. <laughs> yeah, you know. And right like now, he's, not, he's in the four-pick mode. He looks like he's not really serious. Like he's not a serious quarterback. He, he looks to me like a tool. Yeah. Yeah, he He's always like looked. That's what I said back in the day when they were talking about that trade. Getting, it was like, do you want him for Jason Campbell? I'm like, no, he's a douche. <laughs> we don't want that guy on our team. He we have like enough trouble in Washington. We don't need him. We already had his friend, um, what was his face? Adam Archuleta come over. He's Adam always got the red nose like he's drank too much and he's just. You <laughs> he know, looks he, like he, a oh, wino. He looks like the kicker from, uh, uh, what's that, that football movie with Gene Hackman and Canoe Reeves. <laughs> the replacement. The replacement. He looks like the kicker that's like smoking a heater on the sideline right before he goes it, in. He's like a really great hobo for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> like throw a stick and a and a handkerchief filled with something over his shoulder. Dude, why are we talking yeah. about the bear? The bear. <laughs> I don't know. Josh, how did you feel about Jim Hazlitt's uh, game this week? <laughs> how did I feel about Jim Hazlitt in this game? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, why didn't he? Why didn't he bring the blitz like he did in Dallas? Where was it? They kept talking about he had like 22 blitzes dialed up for this game. What did he bring, like two or three? <laughs> it would have been really refreshing to see two or three. I don't even remember that many. Yeah, I, I know, right? Any. It was like they dropped back. Where, where's the blitz? I was like, oh, they're going to blitz. Oh, they didn't blitz. I think they used their quota the week before or something. I Dude, don't know. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like he, whatever worked the week before is like, well, that worked. So let's do something different. Let's try something else. Because they're going to be expecting it. So so did Romo by the fourth quarter, and he couldn't do anything. Uh huh. Sometimes I almost think that, like, Bill Belichick gets bored sometimes in these blowout games they have over the last few years, and they'll start doing weird stuff. Yeah. It's almost like Jim Hazlitt was like, oh, I'm so bored that we were successful last week, so let me do stupid stuff this week and see if it works. (laughs) Oh, nope, didn't work. (laughs) I mean, I understand that every team is different and that – you have to approach every offense differently from a defensive point of view. But, the, you know, take some chances. I mean, they took chances in Dallas. That's the thing. They ended up blitzing. I think we called out the stats last week. They blitzed like 69% of the time when it was a drop back. 
There were five sacks, and Dallas had only given up six sacks on the year. We had five sacks. It was like 5% of the time this week or something silly. I mean, we broke his back. I I don't get it, dude. I don't understand it. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. Actually, I don't have my guitar with me on this trip. So, you know, know, I've been doing these little ditties. You don't have one of those backpacking guitars? I do, but I didn't bring it with me. You don't and you don't have a mouth harp? I'm only here for for a day. Dude, so, let me get this straight. Riddle me this, Josh. <laughs> you're in DC and then you're flying back home and then you're flying back to DC this weekend. I'm flying back to DC on Sunday morning for the game. Yes. Why didn't you just stay there? Because I have other commitments. Oh, okay. Fair enough. But I do have I do have the song. I will just do it a cappella this all right, week. All right, go ahead. The break song? The break song. Yes. Does it have to do about Jerry Jones and his son? <laughs> there is no mention of Jerry Jones and his son. <laughs> what was that about Jerry Jones? Going down. Like, Dallas is going down on Jerry Jones and his son. And his son. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Sing the new one. Who just hiccuped? That was me. You were like, (laughs) 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 all right. You'll have to. When when we get there, I'll do it a cappella, but it's much better. And his son. It's much better if I had the guitar. (laughs) And his son. Their whole Christmas album, by the way, for those of you that want it. The Harry Hog Football Christmas album. (laughs) Harry Hog Football. We need a picture of us on the front with like cheesy sweaters and holding like coffee mugs. It's got to be like a. It's got to be like an EP. I don't know if we can. Full, are we going to be able to fill out a whole album? Dude, Maybe after play. episode like five hundred and forty or something. We are up to three hundred and John Jansen. We can. Dude, we can fill out a whole album. This is back in two thousand and six on Harry Hog Football. Wait, we've got we've got Aaron Neville. We've got we've got Jerry Jones and his son. We got Jerome Brown. We got we, we got <laughs> Jerome. We got Booger. Jerome. Booger. We could get him to uh, do a guest song. I'm sure he he loved it. But uh, maybe he could do a duet with Aaron. Yeah, Aaron <laughs> King with F Life. Good King with F Life. Black oh, in the back. Man. All right, that's good. Anyway, all right. So finish what you were talking about when I interrupted you about DC and his son and his son. Jim oh yeah, you Jones. were talking about like you were just pissed about uh, Jim Haslett. Yeah, that's, I'm like done. We were. I mean, I'm saying I'm, I, you know, I don't know what else to say about that. Where what happened? I think he got bored and he wanted to do something different. I think he. I, all right, Josh, you mentioned and you are correct that each week the offense is different. But you know what's not different? Our defense. We still have the same crappy secondary. So you have to like do what works. Yeah. At least somewhat. Don't abandon it completely. I mean, was he just like, well, I figured they would be expecting the blitz, so I just kept everyone back in coverage, Durr. <laughs> and it didn't work because they're not good enough. They're not, dudes. They're not good enough to cover. No. For more than two seconds. They're getting better, though. They are getting better, but getting better. it worked in Dallas. Just sit in the house. But Josh, we have nothing to lose. Thing... We're three and six or seven. Six now. We're three and six. Josh, the other thing we were talking about is how did you think uh, RG3 looked in that game, his first game back? 
Actually, I didn't think RG3 looked that bad in his first game back. I mean, for basically not playing for seven weeks. Yeah. I thought he came in and played played pretty well, you know? I, I think I th- we were I, all in agreement on that. I didn't know what happened with our offensive line. I mean, they're like we seem to have some collapsing of the offensive line again this week. I, I don't know. <laughs> for the last two or three, four years. <laughs> but, I mean, right. again, going back to Dallas, it didn't seem that bad. So it's like, what changed? In Dallas, we gave up some. How many sacks did we give up in that game? Three or four? I don't remember. Mm, I don't remember. But I didn't. It think didn't seem as bad. This guy. It didn't seem as bad because we actually won that game. Last week's stats. I've stats. From so this a few week. of the st- a few of the sacks this week, I would have to pin on RG three again. Like I'm if, like, just throw it. Holding the ball too long somewhere. Yeah. Throw it. If we want to talk about stats from this week, so we can we can talk about that. So uh, RG3 this week, he was 18 for 28. He had 251 yards of passing, and uh, he averaged nine yards per per pass. One t- one touchdown, one interception. His quarterback he didn't do so bad. He, he completed so bad. like the first five or six passes in a row, too, I remember. He had a better quarterback rating than Teddy Bridgewater. Well, I'll tell you what, with this whole game, I think it really came down to what we've been talking about. And one more thing, we went into halftime with, what was the score at halftime? It was, we were up 10 to 7. And we should have been up 10 to nothing or more if it wasn't for that horrible pass by RG3. And when we were going, as, as the Redskins going in the locker room, I remember I was talking to Aaron and I said, dude. We're going to see now exactly what we're if we're going to be able to hold on to this game. We're going to see who's going to make the better adjustments at halftime. And it was like we made absolutely zero adjustments on offense and defense at halftime. Especially and yet, and then the Vikings actually looked at what was working and what wasn't working, and they got rid of what wasn't working, and they did what was working. And that's why they scored 15 damn points in the fourth quarter. We did have that nice drive, though. Yeah, yeah, at the very beginning, right, of the second half. The one where yeah. Alfred Morris scored? Oh, that was in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we, like, answered them, remember? Yeah, and that put us up by five, and then we failed on the two-point, that weird two-point conversion. What was that play? I don't remember it. It was some dumb rush. <laughs> some, some dumb Some rush. dumb rush. That's the name of this episode. The Some Dumb Rush episode. <laughs> it People was. I think we're talking like, about Rush. What's his name? Limbo? What's his name? Rush Limbo? Isn't he the radio guy? Rush Limbo. Are it? you talking about the play that Alfred Moore scored on? Some Dumb Rush. Some Dumb Rush. No, we're talking about the two-point conversion. That they just <laughs> rushed it. I wouldn't be call- Why would I call the touchdown Some Dumb Rush? But we scored. <laughs> Woo! I was trying to figure <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure that out. Some dumb rush. Some dumb rush. <laughs> we tried some dumb rush for the two-point conversion. Dumb rush and it and then, yeah, but then when them. they did their two-point conversion, they tried some dumb rush, and of course it worked. And of course it worked because they ran the living crap out of us in the second half. They were destroying us. They could do. They did everything they wanted. I mean, a, who the hell was Matt Asiata? Asiato. And we just kind of like hung around back in the. Uh, Secondary and watched him do it. 
tell you what, all I know is Matt Asiata had three damn touchdowns in the game, and all in had, the second half. And he had a two-point conversion. And the two, yeah, yeah. So but, he scored, what, 20 points and, on his own. And you know what else happened? First of all, of the day. I like this stat that I saw that right. um, Arakpo had a half a sack in seven games and then his replacement came in. I'm talking about our franchise player, Arakpo. One half a sack in seven games and then his replacement, Trent Murphy, started and got one sack. So he's already beat him. He's already doubled a sack total for the year. And I'd also like to point out that Josh's dog, Jason Hatcher, maxed out his sacks for this year in this game, I think. Already. He's at four. He had a sack sack in this game. How many did he have against Dallas? What did he have against Dallas? Two? Zero. Zero, dude. He's a spy. He's a spy. Oh, he had one. That's all right. That was all right that he was our spy against Dallas because we had Everett. (laughs) <laughs> Who, by the way, didn't we cut him this week? No, we cut him last week. <laughs> he's not on the I team anymore. He's he had that nice no, hit. I thought he, we cut him last. No, he's around somewhere. I think he's on the active roster. He should be on the active roster. We do have some cuts to talk about. Somebody else who's a spy got I did cut. Find it, I, did ah! find, I got to say this, though. I did find it interesting <laughs> that, that Perry Riley had the most sacks in this game. So it's getting back to, like, in this game anyway – you know, the middle linebacker was making the sack. So, to me... In this game? In this game. We don't have a middle linebacker. What are you talking about? Perry Riley. Perry Riley? I didn't think he had any sacks in this game. We have no, two inside sacks. linebackers. Not sacks. I'm talking about tackles. Oh, tackles. You said sacks. Sorry, dude. We have, we played... We played... Oh, but that, that is a good point. Tackles in this game. And... That's so, a good point, Josh. So what I'm saying is, it, it's like they went to some zone defense and and, and in this game that left Perry Riley hanging with a bunch of people. And Keenan Robinson, both and of them. Keenan they Rob- just kept running right up the middle, and Perry Riley and Keenan Robinson were getting knocked backwards every time and making the tackles. Here's, I, my, here's my point, dude. I don't think we brought this up last week. You know how, remember in the offseason, I was saying I wouldn't be surprised if we changed to the 4-3? I think I saw a stat last week after the Dallas game that said, like, all of our sacks came out of a 4-3 look. Mm-hmm. But that wouldn't surprise me. Just That just came through. My we mind. don't need to be putting Murphy out there in coverage. We've seen that once or twice in the last two weeks and, like, trying to chase down some guy coming out of the flat. And you're just like, oh, Jesus, he's going to – yeah, and he gives up, like, 9 yards, 11 yards. 12 sacks. <laughs> Sackle. Dude, can I tell you something I was thinking about yesterday, Veterans Day, and thanks to all those veterans out there listening worldwide? Only if it was patriotic. Only if it's patriotic. It is patriotic. All right. I was thinking this. How in the world can Dallas call themselves America's team if they're in, like, crappy Dallas? The Redskins are in the nation's capital. We should be America's team. Yeah, dude, but they want to secede and become the nation's capital of their own nation. They want to go back to being the Republic of Texas. Remember that thing I talked about a long time ago? I was like, man, what's up with all these people from Texas who are just like, who love to bring up the fact that say our constitution shit says that we are the only state that can legally secede from the union. And I'm all, every time I hear that, I'm like, that absolutely makes no sense (laughs) whatsoever. Our constitution. 
And, you know, dude, and they'll be like, no, man, it's true. We, we're allowed to secede if we want, man. I'm like, well, you tried it once. We're, al- we're allowed. Plus, if you look at the fine print, it doesn't say America's team. It says Marcus team. <laughs> America's team. <laughs> well, anyway, that kind of made me mad this Veterans Day. I don't That's know, but I'm staring out the window at a scaffold-covered uh, Capitol building. Yeah, I, I saw that on TV. In the nation's capital right here where the Washington Redskins are, that would be much more of America's yeah. team. Yeah. That's, what yeah. I, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Especially not to mention, but I am, that Dallas wasn't even around for like the first 50 years of pro football. Mm-hmm. So who was America's team mm-hmm. before that? Uh, Boston. Which is the Redskins. Boston, Boston Braves. <laughs> i.e. the Boston Redskins. I.e. the Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins. Exactly. Yes, Another reason why we should be the America's team. America. We totally should. We got to start winning some damn games, though, if we want that, that moniker. Well, we beat America's team. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Anyway, hey, how are we doing on our uh, Mixler time? Uh, let's see. Josh, are you into Mixler? It looks like we have a few listeners live. We do. And it looks like they've commented and, four times, but I can't see it from the screen and we're, anymore. And we are currently at 33 minutes into this podcast. All right. So we, we need to talk about the signings and cuts. And we've had a couple of couple of dudes activated to the uh, off the uh, short-term pup list. Dude, we're not even there yet. Oh, we, we haven't, haven't, got, we haven't yet? done the O-line report. Oh, that's right. Yeah, dudes, we have to do the O-line report. Let's see. The right side of the line sucked. Hold All on, right, dude. Now let's do the Hold on. report. Oh, sorry, sorry. Franco-American SpaghettiOs. Show them your old face. The O-line report with Josh Allen. Oh. Why is it? What? John Adams? O-line reports. You're, you're. All right, here's the O-line report. Columbus <laughs> had another solid game this week. <laughs> Columbus had, had probably, I think he was just as good as he was last week. Trent Williams had a pretty solid game. He pulled one time, and it was pretty huge. They even pointed it out where he, like, pulled all the way around. He all loves to get out there. I mean, like all those tackles do when they, when they pull and get out there in space, and they're running towards some guy who's 100 pounds less than they are. Yeah, they're like a freaking diesel freight train coming at them. I just, I just still remember Trey Johnson, like, almost literally devouring human beings on the playing field. And I he will. Was, awesome. was and I'll say this: uh, <laughs> Alfred Morris had his largest yardage game of the year, um, mm-hmm. but I think part of that was due to the threat of RG three keeping the ball, and not so much the O line playing any differently. He had two home runs. Um, yeah, but on that dumb, some dumb rush, they didn't open that the hole. Some dumb rush was awful. <laughs> and uh, and they look they look like they weren't all they were like not ready and everything out there. That's what just makes me mad. It's like we still it's like we still don't have like basics done. Like oh, we should have a two point conversion play. There should be a two point conversion play. All right, go run it now. We need it right now. There should be a fourth and one play. Yeah, like, like for this game, this Let's is go. the play go. we're doing. Stop, stop, get on the freaking line and go. Yeah, this week if we have a. Situation where we're running a two-point conversion. Here's the play. Practice it. Now practice it again. Now practice it again. All right, next. Yeah, it's stuff like that that just drives me crazy year in and year out with this team. doesn't matter who the coach is. It's like we're never ready to do stuff like that. Yeah. 
Exactly. Little things. It, because we can't get the big things right, so the little things like that, we really can't get right. It's like they're just like, man, we didn't even practice that. Yeah, no lie. You're too busy trying to figure out who's going to be the right tackle. Yeah. Again. And anyway, moving forward, since apparently we only have 23 minutes left because we still haven't paid to upgrade the service yet. Yeah, we need to do that. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, moving forward, let's go on to the injury report with Josh Allen. Because I haven't got time for the pain. Injury report. Let's see. I think uh, Logan Pawson's on there. Is he not? I know, Josh. You you got to get on that. He's Your got those foot, on there. He's got those foot and hamstring injuries going on right now. Logan Pawson. He's really been making me mad this year, dude. I gotta say. He's got plantar fasciitis. He's gotten... He's gotten worse this year. Is that foot warts? And Niles. <laughs> <laughs> Not a plantar wart. Plantar, plantar wartitis. Isn't plantar fasciitis when the bottom of your foot, like it's the arch, arch hurts? Yeah. yeah. Remember remember, Joe Salavea had issues with that. That's why you were able to buy a sock on eBay. Dude, I had it when I was, you know, after running too much. And I don't know, dude, but Logan Paulson, I yeah. think he used to trim the hair, dudes. I think that's his... Reverse Samson moment. I don't know what's going on with that dude. Reverse Samson. Um, now, I got to say it. Niles Paul, I think, is better than him this year. I wow. Agree. I agree. Whoa. I would agree with that. That's one of the statements Jordan of the year, Niles especially Paul, coming from Aaron. And then Chris Cooley. Aaron saying Niles Paul is better than Grant Paulson. I mean, Logan Paulson. I think Picking him up on a fantasy start, uh, team? Oh, my God. Yeah, and where's Jordan Reed? How he played in this game? What do you mean? He, they're easing him in, I guess. He's I not being he, as dominant as he was last year. He didn't, like, dominate, but he was all right. <laughs> well, part of the problem anyone. is that he can't block. So true. when he's in, you know he's going to go out for a reception or something. Yeah, so they, I think they only targeted him one time in this game. I mean, he had that one catch for like 17 yards. I that think, was it. I think he had one that he didn't get to, but I can't remember. Um, Can well, I ask another question? You know, he was only targeted once, dude. One target, yeah. one catch, 17 yards. Is that the only injuries besides the no. ones that are ongoing? There are other injuries. All right, yeah. who? For some reason, they're listing RG3 with his ankle as still being undergoing treatment. Okay. It probably still is, you know. Uh, Ryan Clark's got a shoulder injury. They're rubbing him down, you know. <laughs> Ryan Clark's got a shoulder injury. Yeah. Keenan Robinson has a shoulder injury. Are they listed as questionable or? They, all of these guys have practiced fully. I practiced. think they're all oh, they're okay. Problem. Is there anyone yeah. else that didn't practice, or is that no. too much? Ryan Kerrigan has a wrist injury, but he practiced. He's playing. And yeah. Silas Red's got his back injury from the bus accident. Yeah, those back spasms. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention the bus accident yet. If you guys didn't hear, the Redskins yeah. bus got in a crash on the way to the game, and some people got shook up like like Red, Silas Red. Like they had they, they had to uh, – Silas Red was the only one that they had to uh, – Make inactive. Yeah, make inactive for the game because he had back spasms. But apparently they were, like, really close to going down some, like, steep embankment. Yeah, they, like, thought the guy was going to flip the whole bus over. That would have been horrible. Yeah. Can you imagine thought, if, like, the whole team got flipped over in a bus accident? Dude, but regardless, regardless of the, the fact that um, there weren't any injuries, 
if you get in an accident like that, it kind of has to, you know, mess up their mindset for the game. It shakes you up. And you know, on those like buses, those coach buses, man, no one ever wears a seatbelt or anything as as well. Everyone acts like it's just like a moving building or something. Yeah, yeah. The ground. Yeah. Also, why were we on a bus? What do you mean? (laughs) How else are they going to get them there? (laughs) Like in individual limos? Helicopter, dude. They just need a big old helicopter. That's that's what Dan Snyder takes in. That's what he. They need one of those like like a uh, Blackhawk like, helicopters. One you of those fit, like, like the offense. Helicopter. You could fit all the offense on the first trip. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> just try to kind of jumps off like <laughs> like all those Vietnam off, movies. You just, oh, they just drop ropes and they like fell down. <laughs> <laughs> and they're dun, like, dun, all right, dun, we're ready dun, to play. Dun, here we are. Dun, dun, <laughs> <laughs> and here comes the Redskins, and you see this chopper like that. <laughs> Choppering in, Donnie. Here they come. This is the end. <laughs> Dude, it's all apocalypse. And here now. comes here come the Redskins getting ready to getting ready to napalm the entire field. <laughs> That's basically what they do every week. <laughs> exactly. Yard line in the back ramp could like come down and we all come out with like a fog machine behind us out of the chopper. <laughs> Dudes machine. could come out on like ATV. And a strobe light and like one of those really <laughs> cheesy like DJ lights like the ball that has the different colors on it that spins around. <laughs> and then the chopper could take off and we're like already on the field and ready to go. I mean, oh, screw this bus mess. What's that about? Bus mess. Anyway, <laughs> that brings us to the next portion of our show that we like to refer to as the cut. cut! Yeah, cut! It's all six thousand. Oh man, it is all six thousand. I can't all right, wait, dudes. Well, we cut Chase Minifield. And some dude named Taron Jones, who was a tackle. I, I don't even know who that dude is. I don't either. But we also cut that dude, Jeff Jeffcoat. Son of a cowboy. Son of a cowboy. I don't know what his real first name is, so I just call him Jeff. Um, I think they signed him on the roster just to have for Dallas week, and they forgot about him. Or is on the really practice Jeff squad. Coat? It's it's like, it's I don't know, it's like Chase Def- Jeffcoat. Or, or, <laughs> it's, an, or it's, a, it's some Jeff. Is it Chet Jeffcoat? Chet. It might be Clem. Uh, Clem Jeffcoat. Clem. <laughs> I think it's Jerry Jeffcoat. Since he, <laughs> he was he was the Dallas spy. He's, he Jeff he's also he's known as Jerison. 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 That's his illegitimate son that they don't talk about. And uh, yeah, so those guys got cut, and we signed some tight end named Chase Dixon. What's up with all and these people named Chase? Chase. It's a, it's a thing nowadays. Son of Dick. <laughs> Chase. <laughs> Chase Dickson. Chase, son of Richard the Elder. You know Chase Dickson? Chase Dickson. <laughs> it's just all in the inflection. You know Chase Dickson? <laughs> Dickson. You know Dickson. And Chase Minifield is back to the practice squad, right? Yeah, they 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 said that it was a good chance that Chase Minifield wouldn't get picked up by anyone else, so they put him back on the practice squad. And uh, we activated Hankerson, and just a couple days ago, Cofield. Cofield, which I'm excited about because if he can get back to form, he was starting to be a force in there. Yeah, 
Barry yeah. White field. We'll see how that works. At least he can rotate in with Chet, who's not even really a nose tackle. They call him Barry. Even though he should be because he's so freaking huge. Yeah. And then Hankerson, Mickey Mouse hands. I'm not even excited about him. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting. You know, the thing I keep saying to people when I talk to them this year about the Redskins, I'm like, dude, Barf is not married to anyone, which really confuses people that haven't heard me call him Barf before. But I'm like, dude, the head coach, he's not married to any of these players. He'll cut anybody. He doesn't have to keep anyone other than RG3, I guess. He has to keep him. Other than that, he's not married. I mean, obviously, there's the players he wouldn't cut. But you know what I'm saying? There, there's no reason. It was like uh, Columbus. He was just like, God, this guy is sucking. You know what? We're just going to take so him like, out. And same, with weekend, same with yeah, Rambo. Yeah, with Rambo. He's like, God, this guy sucks. We're going to take him out. And then they just cut him because you know why? He sucked. Everyone knew it. And so he's just like, duh, why are we even keeping this guy? Cut him. And Columbus has just been inactive ever since. He sucked really bad a couple weeks. And that's I why he's say- had two of his best games of his career. I know we haven't had the best season, but I really haven't minded Barf and his decision-making. I think Barf is fine. He makes a lot he's of decisions that I would make. He's refreshingly yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, I love I love when he starts rolling his eyes because he's just like, dude. Or when his eyes get all big. I hope they, they get all big, yeah. <laughs> like hope Shea Danny gives a chance to build this team. He'll uh, have at least another year. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> Danny doesn't get fed up within in one year, even with Zorn. Unless, unless even your name Zorn. is unless your name is Schottenheimer. Yeah. Oh, but that was when he had the old ball coach like come up and be like, "Hey, man, I'll, I'll come up there and you know chuck it around, throw the ball around a little bit." What was I'll bring in all these guys from Florida. They wear gloves. Remember that coach we only had for like three games, Terry Rubisky. Rubisky isn't his son as is, is I think was a wide receiver in the league for a short time. And his son. And his son. All right, moving on. We got lots to do and a uh, little time. Oh, yeah. We're not even going to take a break this week. Wait, I've got my song. All right, we're going to take a short break with Josh. And when we come back, we're going to do, do an acapella. All right. All right. And Aaron, when we come Aaron. back, we're going to do our games and kicks. What? Yeah. Can you play the spoons for Josh? No. Can you Dang. play the, the mouth harp? <laughs> the bell? <laughs> I can play my C bell. Can you play some handbells for me? I just got back from there, dude. Nice. Aaron's the Aaron's the dong. Oh yeah, Brandon. <laughs> by, by the way, Brandon's going to do a documentary about my bells choir. <laughs> the bells end of the ball. Is it going to be called Ding Dong K? It's going to be, be called. It's going. It's going to be called the Dingalings. <laughs> I like the bell end. <laughs> we know you do, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we're going to go to break. <laughs> you, I'm going to. You realize I'm now going to go in and get that sound clip from this and just, just have it on here. <laughs> oh man! You're listening to, listening to Harry, Harry Hog, Hog Football. football. Please hang up and try again. This is Kenny Chan from Canada, and you are listening to Harry Hog Football. All right, y'all, pretend there's a guitar this week because all we got is my voice, and here it is. Well, we went into Minnesota, and we brought not one iota of the rush that helped us win down in Big D. And that loss, it really sucks, but this week we faced the Bucks. 
and we'll smear the mail on the gridiron. Wait and see. NDC. NDC. With RG3. With RG3. <laughs> and the loss, it really sucks. But this week we face the Bucks and we'll smear them on the gridiron. Wait and see. Wait and see. NDC. NDC. With RG3. RG3. Well, it's bye week. We'll get some rest. And then we'll all be at our best. When the Redskins fight this week for old D.C. When we fight for old D.C. Dude, that was good. I'm about to start a slow clap. <laughs> you actually put some time into that. There you go, man. Do you write that on the plane? On the Dude, way? I wrote it Saturday morning as we were waiting on John to get on the podcast, but he never showed up. <laughs> John, are you back or are you peeing? Ah, oh, I'm back. Did you hear that song? It was hilarious. I missed it. I'm going to have to get back and listen to it. What was it? You have to give it a check out. You're going to have to get back and listen. Check it out, I'm man. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. I bet it had something to do with I love. <laughs> a certain end. <laughs> Jared Jones and his son. Jared Jones and his villain. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm and his totally, I'm clipping that on here, too. <laughs> and his shrivelet. His shrivelet. His shrivelet. His oily and wiry and shrivelet. Oily and wiry and shrivelet. <laughs> Chivalry. What is it? Shrivelet. <laughs> I don't even know what the word is. Shrivel. Shrivel. Shrivelly, not chivalry. Good because chivalry is dead. (laughs) However, (laughs) shrivelly is still alive and well. However, oh my. Oh my. All right. So we've got, let me see, according to this, 10 minutes here. We can do it. Games and kicks in 10 minutes? Sure. Let's do it. Uh, let me find the sound. All right, here we go. Uh, it's time for this week. Wait, wait, wait. Wrong one. Wrong one. It's time for. It's time for this. No. Week. The ball. How about this one? And now, the coveted and ever elusive game ball award. We're doing game balls first. Yeah, we always give game balls first on a on a loss. On a loss. That's why I got confused. We always for a give second. game balls first on loss. Um. Uh, all right. I give my game ball to uh, Deshaun Jackson. He had four receptions for 120 yards. He averaged 30 yards. When we can get the ball to him, he had that one long 56-yarder with a touchdown. He was targeted seven times. He caught it four out of those. But when we can get the ball to Deshaun Jackson, man, things happen. We just need to get it to him more. And and apparently he was a uh, a unifying force in the locker room this week. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, I saw a little bit of that. I saw something about that, and I paid absolutely no attention to it because I paid I paid almost no attention to it. Yeah, but like, you know, Deshaun Jackson is my dog. He speak he spoke up on behalf of RG three, I believe. Let's try to stir well, up. Appa- something. Apparently, he doesn't talk very much. He doesn't. He likes to uh, speak with his actions on the field. Apparently, and all if our know, quarterbacks could throw it further, we'd have a few more touchdowns out of it. I him. know, right? It's just throw the ball up. As far Keep as you calm can. and throw it to Deshaun. Keep calm and throw it deep and let Deshaun run under it, I guess. 
Uh, well, I'll give my game ball to uh, Alfred Morris. He didn't break the 100-yard barrier again yet, but, boy, he looked like Bam Bam, finally. And he didn't look like he was worrying about fumbling it. He went 19 for 92, had himself two touchdowns, two home runs, two Alfred Morris home runs. Nice. Well, let me see. You guys took my top two guys that I was going to give my game balls to. <laughs> so You can't give it to the defense. You know what? He didn't play a perfect game, but I'm going to give mine to RG3 for not coming in and completely sucking. He had the two bad plays, but he showed the escapability on that one sack that he got away from and threw a nice pass. And he ran the game pretty well and didn't look nearly as rusty as I thought he would. I I think, yeah, I think that's a really good, a really good one. And I think that's a great point. Like we talked about earlier, he did not, he didn't look anywhere near as bad as we thought, which I just doesn't really sound great, but you know, he looked, he was all right. Like Josh, when you joined in, you said the same thing. It was like, he actually had a pretty good game. He had that one bad pick and he had that one bad throw at the end of the game. How many times he had that one bad throw on that short pass. How many times do we see damn Donovan McNabb have like eight bad throws on eight short passes right. in every game that he played, he pretended it, to play for it us. It just sucked that he put a pen in the game at the end of the game with that pass. I mean, that was the horrible thing about that. But. And at the yeah. end of the first yeah. half, because that led to them getting points and getting back in the game where it looked like we were about to just start pulling away. Yeah, well, you, but know, you know what? Nobody's going to beat him up more than he's beat himself up. So... I don't know. And you could see it as soon as he did it. He's been beating himself up. But, he, you know, he's professional. He'll shake he it is. off. Michael Strahan be right on that Subway commercial. Yep. <laughs> all right. All right. So now, um, <laughs> yeah. Moving on. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. All right, I'm going first on this. Jim Haslett, go ahead. Uh, That's mine, too. Yeah. Collective kick. I do not know what happened with the defense in this game. I do. Jim Haslett. I mean. Oh, by the way, we've. I wanted to give like a mini half kick to, uh, um, I mean, game ball to, uh, <laughs> what's his face? Mr. Roberts for having a good return. Finally. He's been pretty oh, yeah, solid back there. That's true. Yep. He's been good. Tress Way has been a Tress Way's a, been awesome. Yeah, he's been a great find at Punter. Yeah, like no way. nowhere. No way. Defense um, the defense got to the uh got to the quarterback Teddy no Bridgewater way. six times in this game. We can, sacked can him we, six times? They got to they no, hit they him. Hit him. Oh. I was going to say. only sacked him twice, I think. Twice. It was. Two sacks. Dudes, dudes it, let's just give a collective kick in the balls to Jim Haslick because w- what the hell? What the hell? You need to go, go view his Dallas tapes and do whatever they did in that game. Well, it's just, it's so frustrating to see a great game like that and just, and what the hell was he doing? I don't know, but hopefully he brings some blitzes for the Bucks. Well, Maybe that's – we'll have to ask uh, Josh next time you're in New Orleans, you can ask some of the longer-time Saints fans down there. Uh, is that what he did when he was the head coach down there? I will ask that question. Okay. Well, I guess that does it for the kicks in the ball. Because I got no one else to kick. Nope. 
Collective kick. Collective Game kick. Has. He deserves it. Um. Yeah. Aaron, so sound I mean, like something is vexing you. Yeah. What's vexing you, man? Nothing. Other than we're losing. Nothing. I just got distracted. But anyway, we're down to four minutes. <laughs> and um, all right, so hey, that was our kick. So what else do we have then? Is James, that it? Are we done? Jameson Lynchburg says uh, that it could be worse. We could have Odd Body on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't know what's worse: is Odd Body worse or Columbus? I think Odd Body might have been better. I don't know, dude. I, I think it's it's like a difference. It's it's so I, minimalistic because it's a difference between giving up four ridiculous sacks and giving up three ridiculous sacks. <laughs> I but think still at, a least bunch of had an ex- at least Odd Body had an excuse. <laughs> had a physical excuse. I think Columbus is one of the most horrible linemen I've seen in a very long time. He, yeah, but you know what? He's still no sharp or donish. Who would win in a death cage match between Odd Body and Columbus? Odd Body, dude. Or would they Columbus just miss won? each other? And they would, they I don't would... know because Odd Body's got that long torso, but he has short arms like a Tyrannosaurus yeah, but... Rex. <laughs> but Columbus wouldn't know how to handle him because of that man. That's true. He might just be like he sees like Stefan Heyer's head coming at him, and yeah, yeah. It, it, I don't know. All right, did we get any other questions on the Plus, uh, like, little chat, Josh? Zach would be in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't expect it. It would like smack him. He's like a T Rex. He's like a T Rex. He's like, oh, everybody's wrong. Oh, dude. <laughs> Cool. Did we get any other questions on there before we uh, end this thing? <laughs> I think we're good. There's nothing else in hog slop other than like Deshaun Jackson being the calming voice of reason in the locker room allegedly this week. All right. Well, that's apparently our cry from last year. Brought everyone in. So last yeah, year, I'm looking for last minute breaking Redskins news. Last here. year they said he was distraction, didn't they? In the in the uh, they never Philly really locker room. said what he was in Philadelphia. Yeah, I think he was too good for him. They always run people out of town there when they're too good for him. It's like they're afraid to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Anyway, I think that pretty much wraps it up. We'll take Sean Jackson any day. Again, if you guys are going to the game, uh, you can find us by the G20 sign, tailgating with Hail BBQ crew. Josh will allegedly be there eventually. Josh will allegedly be there (laughs) in time to eat himself a Krispy Kreme double bacon cheeseburger. Oh, Oh, oh. hats off to the Redskins for uh, answering phones, helping answer phones during the USO's Metro Turkeys for Troops telephone. Hats off to them for that. Well, the Redskins, see, that's one of the things. All the all the sports teams out there, they do so many good things. All you ever hear about is the bad stuff. Right. So good. Good for bringing that up. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, crazy. I'd like to give another shout-out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, yep. um... I guess we won't talk about the uh, anti-Redskins groups they rallied outside of the Vikings game. Oh, you mean the college students? Yeah. All I have to say is college students. I was dumb one. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll talk to you this. Talk to you guys later. Maybe we'll see you at the game. Yeah, we will be at the game. Hey, tweet at us at Harry Hogg if you're at the game this week. We'll see if we can hook up. We're going to be tailgating with Hail BBQ. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what to do. 
Joker.